Hello, welcome to Youth Podcast. Today we are here with Ollie, Finn, Zach, Oscar, um, and today we are going to be talking about drugs and alcohol. Okay, so to begin, we're going to be talking about legalization. So, generally, are you for or against legalizing drugs? Um, I'm for legalizing drugs that have no serious harm when taken in moderation and taken with research surrounding the topic, and everyone's aware of what they're getting into. I think they can be very beneficial for a lot of people. I'm for legalizing everything. I'm against legalization of any non-medicinal drugs. Um, I'm for legalization. I'm probably going to agree more with Zach, but I can see the benefits of legalising some more things. So if you just want to explain your reasoning behind your your thoughts about it. Okay. Um, I think there are a lot of drugs that don't do a lot of substantial harm, like such as marijuana, and have a lot of benefits when taken responsibly. And I think it is an experience that would be a lot of people would regret missing out on. Like. A lot of people try it in later life and realise that why don't I try this sooner? Because it is just a harm, like a harmless drug, but you know it can have some effects which should be looked at. Yeah. Um, so you've got the economic side. The government can make a lot of tax money off like legal drugs, mm-hmm. and also the harm side because a lot of the mainstream drugs aren't actually that bad for you, but when they're legalised, you get uh, like heroin cut with fentanyl, mm-hmm. and you get like spice and stuff. Yeah. And they're really bad for you. Mm-hmm. So if it was legal, you wouldn't get any of that. Yeah. Well, I'm against um, legalization non-medicinal drugs because I see no point in using any drugs and oftentimes, even like, as you say, non-harmful drugs can also have bad side effects like addiction and, you know, psychosis and many like psychological drugs as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I think bringing back to sort of like the economic side of things and also the safety side of things, legalizing drugs would make it so that it can it's more it's more monitored and there wouldn't be things like spice and fentanyl that are like really technically really dangerous, mm-hmm. and we'd have more of a control over what people how much people were having and in what circumstances they took it in, and like because they talk they're talking about this I think maybe it was a few years ago I, can't, I don't know the exact dates but like because they haven't done it yet, but um, legalizing a lot of drugs in Colombia because they are. One of the, that's one of the most biggest detriments to the Colombian government um, because obviously as most people know a lot of things like cocaine are, are produced there mm-hmm. and and if that was in control of the government it would bring a lot more money back into what is actually quite a poor country and take the power away from the cartels I mean obviously in this country that's not so big of an issue but it does still there are still similar situations that we can reference mm-hmm. yeah I think um, things like weed I have no problem with legalisation I do have an issue with more like class A and class B drugs because I think the they can be much more easily abused than weed and stuff like that. I'm also going to lump in alcohol into the drugs category. Historically, we know that with anything, um, if you ban it, then people are just going to the people are still going to do it, but they're going to do it more dangerously. So stuff like alcohol, it was banned, and then people made moonshine, and it was awful. Mm. But I think it's a little bit different with things like psychotic drugs because they are still synthetic, they're still chemicals, right? But I think legalising them would just make them more available and that could lead to a lot more problems than good, maybe? I don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. my stance on that would just be, again, like, it is also, as much as they'd be more available, like, they would be more controlled, so yeah. they'd be more of a... I mean, 
No, I do understand what you're saying. I can definitely, I can, yeah, I can definitely see that. But it's also like, if they, I think, well, yeah, they'd be more available. They'd be less likely to be abused and taken unsafely. Mm. Because, like, as, like, as a reference again, the prohibition in America, like, you, yeah. like with what happened with the alcohol. Um, what you mean? Well, you know, well, in the prohibition, when the prohibition, that was the prohibition. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they banned alcohol, like, a lot of people did die. And, yeah. like... Yeah, but I've also got to point out I don't do drugs, so I'm kind of speaking from an outsider perspective. Um, so I personally don't see benefit from doing drugs, but I know some people really do. Like I want to bring up um, like medical marijuana. So things like Charlotte's Web, which is a strain of CBD, um, CBD and THC. People don't really know the difference. Um, they're the two chemical components in marijuana. Um, THC is what gives you the high, and CBD is what makes you more relaxed. So the CBD is well, debatably, but <laughs> CBD is extracted and it's used to treat epilepsy and it can be very beneficial. But I think people, there was a Jimmy Kimmel street ask and people they were, people were asked if they had med- med- like a marijuana card. And some people were just like, oh yeah, I might be getting Alzheimer's in the future. And that's an excuse to have weed. I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't really yeah. see the, um, I think he could be abused. Yeah, I'd like to point out like, I'm just going to make an example here. You're not going to start eating other animals' pancreases because you have diabetes. Mm. You're going to have insulin, which is, like, extracted and confirmed is safe. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm for using, like, CBD because medical research mm-hmm. has shown that it can work. Um, but it's that I don't feel like you, we should lump it in with the THC, like, extract it from it and put it into, like, a tablet or put it into some other way that's not like associated with the bad the THC yeah. well, I shouldn't say bad because like I don't want to be too on whatever but surely there's a better way of getting the CBD than smoking it mm. a yeah. lot of the places in England you can get like CBD tablets or yeah, CBD yeah they sell spray. it in Holland and Barrett yeah. like a whole like products with CBD it, it's legal so yeah. sorry I have a question because I don't actually know this because I've seen like some people seem to like question what CBD actually does, and something else. Does any of you know if what CBD does and if it actually does, like what its actual um, benefits are? Um, so, um, w- regards to THC and CBD, THC is far more psychoactive, but they both bind to the same receptor. I think it's the CB2 receptor in the brain, and enough. It is proven that enough CBD, you will start to feel some high mm. effects, but it take it's just in a lot higher quantities than THC, and mm. um, it's also T- um, CBD like negates some of the effects of THC so because of the way they interact with the receptor I'm not sure of the exact science but it kind of blocks it, blocks some of the way THC interacts or kind of kind of like dull some of the effects down which leads to a more rounded high if you are smoking marijuana but okay. yeah both have benefits I guess okay. yeah so that again I'm saying like if it's only the CBD that's really helping the people with like epilepsy and stuff mm-hmm. why do we have to like why are people trying to lump it in with THC and like smoking mm. weed? Since we, yes, as you said, we can already buy products that don't like that don't involve smoking it or mm. don't involve like much of the THC because it's only concentrated in like maybe creams or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what is the point of trying to legalize smoking it, which can contain the THC? Uh, people should still like be able to have fun and stuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, rec- recreational use. I mean, I guess I guess that doesn't, like, 
register, I suppose, not register, but like, I guess it's, to you, obviously, that's not so appealing because that's not something you're interested in. But then other people who are, I guess, is, they'll just say, well, why can't we do it for fun? Like, people do the same thing with drinking alcohol. Like, quite often people don't care about the taste and there's, there's not even medicinal value. It's just people do it for fun. Mm-hmm. And it's a similar sort of thing. What would your thoughts be on that, really? Well... Honestly, um, I don't want to sound offensive, but if you are using drugs to get fun, then I think you have a bit of a boring life. There are certainly other ways to have fun without having to affect like your brain directly with any of like synthesized stuff or even natural stuff like weed. Like self care, read a book, take a nice bath. You don't need to inhale smoke from the weed plant <laughs> to, to get a good feeling and oftentimes, even though it may not seem obvious at first even smoking weed has like some side effects no that is true well. like especially in young people like there are things like like what am I, paranoia is a huge one mm-hmm. paranoia I think and it can and it does and it, just in general like less like, noticeable things things like memory loss mm-hmm. like yeah yeah, developmentally, your brain isn't fully developed until you're about 25. But so, I think, I think this relates back to a point you made like quite a while back about um, the legality of it. The reason weed can be can do these things to young brains is because um, drug dealers, the way they they make getting the most like THC across to to the demographic of young people is packing like strains of weed so full of these psychoactive compounds by you know selective breathing stuff. So the weed that's on the streets at the moment is completely unregulated. Yeah. Um, it's, it can be even sprayed with um, synthetic can- cannabinoids, like you mentioned before. So um, a lot of these issues uh, we're seeing is because the weed is, is so strong like, and the, the ratios between THC and CBD are so, like, it's just not in balance at all. Mm. Um, so psychosis and paranoia are, are, like, extremely less present if you are just smoking, like, homegrown, like, natural weed. Mm. Yeah, I think with young people, I do have issue when young, like a lot of younger people, like 13, 14, smoke weed, because I feel like your brain, I mean, when we're 16, 17, 18, granted, there's not a, like a massive difference, but there's still some. I think even the, those two years can make you a little bit more developed. But I, we know people who started smoking weed when they were like 12, 13, and I'm just like, you know, I just, <laughs> you kind of see how they are now, and the two do you sort of add up. I'm also like, this thing about the memory loss thing and stuff like I've I know people like adults in my life who have been smoking since they were very young and like now their memory is like I mean it's not like Alzheimer's level but it is their memory is bad <laughs> and it's and I guess like I don't know if that could be like change of regulation or is that just something that is going to happen and people aren't don't like to mention so much because people don't always like especially with weed they don't like to mention side effects because it does because it I don't know, people, like, if you notice it's people... It's like the same with smoking, like, they say... Oh, yeah, yeah, but smoking's like, a bit different, because, you legal, because like, it's legal and you have yeah, to show all that yeah. stuff, whereas with weed, I guess, most people arguing for legalising it, and I am still one of those people, I still believe it should be legalised, but I do think that the side effects and stuff and what can happen should be made more known, like with cigarettes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there was to be legalised, there would have to be a great move in the public for, like, knowing the side effects of it, if there are any... The problem is with the harm route, like a lot of food, like sugar, fat. Oh no, alcohol, it's, yeah, no, it's not that. It's you. not that simple. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Mm. But there'd be far more research into whether or not marijuana is truly harmful, and the extensive, like, mm. different 
levels of what's dangerous and what isn't mm. yeah, if it was legalized because you yeah. know there'd be more incentive for the government to make money off it so they'd have more they'd want to make it safer and they want to make it more you know accessible for people yeah of course we have been talking about weed for quite a while so yeah. i think yeah. we should move on <laughs> um you wanted to talk about microdosing i don't really know much about it but if you just want to explain okay so microdosing is when you take like a small amount of a psychedelic drug to like increase your happiness and your focus and your energy okay yeah yeah um I have a friend who did did that mm-hmm. and well I just want to say her one time microdosing has now turned into a weekly habit so I'm not too sure about what kind of benefits of microdosing have above regular dosing so I'm really not sure I actually have like I mean not me personally but like people I've met have used it in their exams mm-hmm. to like help them focus and like people who like struggled with focusing and stuff, and it actually they at least claim it has been beneficial to them. I mean, obviously, I don't know because I'm not them, but like they they were they were very adamant that like this did help me and like it did help me focus. And I think like probably, you know, not everyone's going to do it right, and some people are going to get it wrong. But like there clearly is, at least according at least according to people doing it, like you know you said. Um, there is there is a benefit like people all these people there is some there is something good in it mm. yeah I do want to go back to your, your point actually about um, how it can lead to a wider problem so with gateway drugs I think people kind of assume alcohol weed do you think there is a correlation between if you smoke weed and then you do more drugs or you know? I think there was a study that actually proved this that um, the majority of um, cannabis users don't actually go on yeah. to continue, especially yeah. if they start at a younger age. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the real gateway drug is, is cigarettes. I think okay, there was yeah. like, um, they did a, the same study with the exact same number of cannabis smokers and cigarette smokers, and all of the tobacco users um, went on to use like not just like what most people consider harmless drugs, but like heavy drugs such as like opiates and stuff like that. Mm. Um, which was just far less seen in weed, but I mean, not not to say that doesn't exist with marijuana at all. But yeah, mm. yeah um, I just want to say, like, certainly with like doing weed, alcohol, and whatnot, like you're even though like the chance of gate being a gateway drug, like your chance of you going into a more serious drug is low. It doesn't mean that it's not there. So it's just like really, if we. I don't know like what your end goal is but well my end goal is like to stop everyone from doing any kind of drugs really so like it's really just a thing that comes into play like Mm. why if you're gonna be doing alcohol drugs whatever like why would you want to go on to harder things and that's like a thing that I'm just thinking about like why I think weed's only really a gateway drug when it's illegal because your dealer's going to have more on the menu than just weed. Mm-hmm. And they'll want you to take more. And also yeah. just different versions. And like, and like people get later versions, things like mm-hmm. that. Like, so it does end up being a lot more harmful than... Because, I mean, obviously, I can... Like, obviously, yeah, because like you, th- you say like you don't want anyone doing any drugs, and which I can, I can see I can see your perspective. Um, but I just think, like, in general, it would probably be less harmful overall it was legal just i mean because i don't i think the idea of getting everyone to stop taking drugs is quite unrealistic like like i don't i don't think you're pretending it's not like um but like i guess it was if if it was legalized things like 
like yeah you said like people have, they're trying to push more things on you and like you know, different versions that are more could be more harmful or at least more potent would be wouldn't happen as much and like they would be it would be a lot safer in in theory in theory mm. like we don't know here yeah um, I wouldn't really say sorry I wouldn't really say like dealers push drugs as much but they just have like no but like fat menus on their snapchat with like no, no, but I mean, there's still a sort of like, in, in, okay, maybe they meant like me, them doing it. it, might just be you see something, it's your oh, interest, yeah. Yeah, it's but like, like but um, either way, like, there's still sort of an influence there. Yeah, it's like, if you have the option, people might want to take it, like, let's say, like, if you're going to McDonald's, like, yeah, they have the new burger out, different <laughs> stuff, chicken and beef, you're like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting, I'm gonna try that. And that's like, I'm thinking, well, I haven't been to any drugs, but I'm thinking that's probably going to be how it works with other people, especially younger people, since they're mm. more vulnerable to manipulation and stuff. Yeah. So would you say that that hard drug usage would still be the same kind of scenario if you had legal dispensaries and legal kind of ways of purchasing weed? Do you think the government would not provide adequate information for people to research before they even wanted to like consider trying hard drugs, you know? Well... That's what that well that's kind of goes to my viewpoint. I don't support legalization, but I support like increased awareness and increased funding mm. to like um like drug rehabilitation centers. Like let's let's say you've been it's like even with alcohol and smoking cigarettes, there are like Alco- Alcoholics Anonymous and like there is help for that, but that's only because like it is legal and. So there has been more need for it because people can have access to it. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they only come up when it's legalised and it is widely accepted. And see, that's why things like other drugs are neglected. And that's why I'm thinking we should probably, like, increase awareness and increase funding for drug rehabilitation. Yeah, I think your point about the um, younger people taking drugs is an interesting one because if there was going to be legal weed in the UK, then it wouldn't be available to under 18s. So there would still be that issue of younger people getting access to potentially more dangerous strains of weed, which is legal. So that doesn't eliminate the problem. But I think it can help the problem, if that makes sense. Um, do you want to move on to alcohol? Because that yeah. is equally a drug. So <laughs> I think people forget that. Um, I wonder if you could comment on the drinking culture we have as teenagers yeah. so just for or against well, especially in this country like <laughs> yeah <laughs> British where, kids mm. I don't know where that came from but like it just is a thing yeah it's probably because of the weather yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better to do it's definitely relied on to have a good time too Absolutely. much because um, when you're with your friends as soon as one person starts it you know it's mm. you don't want to be the one person who's sober and a bunch of drunk people like, it will yeah. it will just like escalate yeah no it's interesting because alcohol is a really it's a dangerous drug and we think in the quantities that especially people i know drink it in it, it's i've known people to get their stomach pumped and that's just you know you're 15 or at the time they were 15 but <laughs> i don't know it's just it's a tricky one it's just like i think being drunk off of a bottle like a whole bottle of vodka like is not an experience you want when you're young no. and especially like since you are young Alcohol can do extra damage because, like, again, your body's not fully developed, your brain's not fully developed, and, like, it's really just, like, why? Like, drinking culture, why? Like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, there is a uh, kind of culture of you need to have a drink to have a good time, and 
that is, I don't know, generally honestly quite true. I think if you're at a party and you're the only one who's not drinking, which is often me in this situation, it's kind of just boring. Often like, drinking is the activity. Exactly. Like, there isn't anything yeah. else. Quite often, that's going spe- to especially school. as young people, like people get people are really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like yeah. People, like, you go to a party, like everyone when you first arrive, and like, and if you want to do the earlier people there. It's boring, like yeah. everyone, because no one speaks to each other and it's uncomfortable. So, like, yeah. that's kind of why this sort of thing comes around. Like, I'm not saying it's necessarily the right option, but like, it does mean that, like, it does make sense. You're sitting there, you're not just going to be like, you know, when you're at party, you're kind of like, I mean, you might say sober, but then you're probably realistically not going to enjoy yourself as much because yeah. everyone else is like not really coherent. They're not, you can't have like a normal conversation. It's like, yeah, that's like a thing I want to bring up. Like, because we're young people drinking and like they're drinking, they're having a fun time or whatever, they're all over the place. Like, especially because they're young, they're gonna be more dangerous. Like, <laughs> it, like, you have like, you know, it's like if you have like 20, 20 year olds drinking and they're like blackout drunk you already need bouncers in a bar and you need like security and whatnot now now imagine if we like it was like we turned down the age five years imagine the chaos with that and it's just like it's unsafe mm. it's just unsafe yeah i don't know uh alcohol is something which it, we can't like make alcohol illegal as we said with the america like america it didn't we, historically work. it doesn't work and it leads to very dangerous substances but I mean, even though there's got such drink strict laws in the UK about under 18s drinking, and even people buying alcohol for under 18s, but still, like, <laughs> we have friends who have access to four liter bottles of vodka. Like, how does that happen? Um, I don't. I, do you think there should be more conversation about young people drinking, or do you just need to? Is it just um, something which has always happened and can it never I go think, away? I think I think there definitely should be. I think it shouldn't. Mm. I think in schools. Um, you should have conversations on like a wide range of things, not yeah. just alcohol. Exactly. Because when someone when someone says alcohol, like, oh, I don't do drugs, but I drink. Well, yeah, I mean, it is it is a drug, and it's it is harmful on rates that are like far more precedented than other drugs we've already talked about. But mm-hmm. the war on drugs has failed. Banning drugs has failed in a lot of scenarios. And I think that education is the way that we're going to get kids to stop putting themselves in like risky scenarios rather mm. than just like telling well that actually wrong. did work with things I don't know if it's still studying in this country but in America at least it was it did, did make a big difference things like cigarettes like education actually mm. did help a lot mm. and like and like they said like because they realised banning like cigarettes oh, outright wasn't they wasn't the right thing to do it was uh, and then because they, they looked at it and literally was like oh okay regulating and mm. educating did actually have an effect like obviously there's still quite a lot of smokers and quite a lot of underage smokers but it did make a difference yeah yeah um that's what i want to point out it's like you you would only need to have all this like all this like um all this talk and all this action against things like cigarettes and alcohol to young people because it is so prevalent for things like weed and cocaine it's like relatively it's still very like very low in terms of popularity and whatnot. So, like, I think, like, especially since it's, like, so low, like, we don't want it to go any higher. We want it to, you know, eventually go to zero, like, but obviously going to zero is not, like, not realistic. So, honestly, since it's so low, we can probably invest into making it even lower and it'll have more of an impact than if it was already, like, pretty widespread. Mm. Yeah. Um... Does anybody want to make any final points before we wrap up? No? 
Um, I think the term drugs is far too encompassing of like things that are harmful, things that can be like some very spiritual to users. Things it's also like the classes thing. Like yeah. it's like because I, when I, we were looking at class yesterday, and I saw some of the drugs that are class A drugs, I was, I was shocked. It's like as much as like I'm sure they have some effects. Like I don't think you know mushrooms and and heroin should be on yeah, the same definitely. scene on the same level. Like they do completely different things to your body. They do completely different things. One is a lot more harmful than the other and a lot more addictive so it's, it's just sort of like I think it's a slightly out, definitely an outdated system at, at the very least yeah mm-hmm. I don't think it's at all based on like scientific fact it's just, the classes no. do you have any idea what like because I, I genuinely have no idea does it Kets class B which has a measurable harm to you like it really messes up with your bladder and your liver then DMT which is essentially harmless is class A so, yeah. so there's, there's, no one knows the reason <laughs> some, for this. some conspiracy theorists think that like very high um like potency psychedelic drugs will make will make you more kind of like woke in a sense and like anti-government and kind of like realizing that you shouldn't be controlled by anyone stuff like that and people have thought that's that's the reason why drugs like psilocybin and dmt are so high up on the list interesting <laughs> well yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that system should definitely be tweaked at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Basically, what I'm gonna say is, don't do drugs. Like, there'll <laughs> be no point to using drugs. And if you are using drugs, get some help because, like, it's only like honestly, from my point of view, it's only gonna go down from there. Okay, fair enough. That's your opinion. Well, you know what? It's a nice, wholesome message. Yes. So. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> That's worked before, hasn't it? Um, thank you for coming to speak about this. Interesting topic thank to talk about. Cool. cool. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to send in your opinion about this, then just message us on our Instagram, which is u.thpodcast, um, and or email us, which is youthxpodcast.gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. And goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>